Welcome back to another episode of This Week on Channel 9. I'm your host, Christina Warren, Senior Cloud Advocate. And I want to talk a little bit about my shirt this week because it is another one from publicspace.xyz. And there is a link in the description down below. No affiliate, unfortunately, but these things are awesome. And uh, this shirt celebrates two of my favorite things, which are the 90s and 90s ads and the Game Boy Color. Okay, so we've got a ton of stuff uh, this week, and I want to try to keep this under five minutes or five minutes-ish. So let's get into this week's latest dev news. So first up, GitHub had a live stream event on Thursday showing off what's next for GitHub Actions. And GitHub Actions launched in beta last year, and it's a really awesome way to create event-driven workflows around your project. And you can do all kinds of things with GitHub Actions, but the feature that users have really been asking for the most has been a way to do CI CD natively within GitHub using GitHub Actions. And today that is possible. And so the CI CD stuff is still in beta, but it will be opening up to the general public on November 13th. And fun fact, November 13th is the day after my birthday, so I consider this a personal birthday gift. Anyway, GitHub Actions will now make it easier for you to automate how you build, test, and deploy your projects. And you can do that on any platform, including Linux, Mac OS, and Windows. And you can run those workflows in a container or in a virtual machine. And there's also support for tons of different languages and frameworks, including Node and Python, Java, PHP, Ruby, .NET, of course, Android, and iOS. And you can also test multi-container apps by using Docker Compose in your workflow file. And um, there's also something called matrix builds that let you build multiple versions in parallel and live logs for real-time feedback. And also, all this stuff is, is cloud agnostic and will work with any cloud. And so the pricing is pretty great, too. So for public repos, CI/CD is free because GitHub and Microsoft love open source. Now, for private repos, you get 2,000 minutes in, um, a month on the free plan. 3,000 on the pro plan, and even more for teams and enterprises. There's too much stuff to cover it all, but I've got a link to the announcement blog, the docs page, the sign-up page for the beta, and also a link to the full GitHub live stream, because that has lots and lots of details. Anyway, this stuff is awesome, and I'm super stoked, so check that out, and great job to the GitHub team. In other news that makes me very excited, VS Code 1.37 was just released. And this is a pretty huge update, not the least of which because it introduces a new product icon refresh in the UI. And I actually teased this a while back when this was um, visible in the Insider builds. And so all the icons have been updated with feedback from the community, and it looks really great. But in addition to the new look, there are other updates that include better regex support in search, so you don't have to enable a special setting now. You can also preserve um, case in find and replace. And there are some updates um, to accessibility on the integrated terminal and lots more. So I've got a link in the show notes and the description um, to the new update and the blog post showing off everything new. It is great, so download and update that now. Speaking of great updates, at the end of last week, after I'd already recorded our episode, the uh, Windows Terminal team released a massive update to the Windows Terminal preview in the Microsoft Store. And Windows Terminal is a brand new terminal app for Windows, and it's built from the ground up, and it lets you have PowerShell and the command line and WSL and, and even Azure Cloud Shell all in one app. And it's legitimately one of my favorite things, and with every single update, it gets even better. And so this update is pretty massive, as I said. It includes improved dropdown support, a better looking UI for the toolbar, uh, custom tab titles, there's some additional background options, there's a new selection and key bindings, and more. And details on what's new, as well as a link to the Windows Terminal blog post, are in the link, um, as well as a link, rather, to the 
project page on GitHub are all down below. And if you're running the May 2019 Windows 10 updates, I can't recommend taking Windows Terminal for a spin enough. It's just amazing. And this is a great segue into one of the other features new to Windows Terminal, which is a connector for Azure Cloud Shell. And so a few weeks back, I talked about how Scott Hanselman, everyone's favorite developer, and others had integrated the Cloud Shell into the new Windows Terminal. Well, one of the interns on the Windows Terminal team took it upon himself to build that feature in, which means that it's now super easy to use the Azure Cloud Shell as its own profile in Windows Terminal, officially, which is super awesome. And so I've got a link uh, to uh, Pankaj's uh, blog post explaining how it works and how to enable Cloud Shell in Windows Terminal if you already installed the app before the latest update. And speaking of the Azure Cloud Shell, my pal Jay Gordon has a awesome post offering up some Azure Cloud Shell and Azure CLI tips for sysadmins. And I just want to kind of offer up that the Azure CLI and the Azure Cloud Shell are my favorite ways of doing tasks in Azure. Like, don't get me wrong, the portal is great, but I'm just more efficient using command line tools. In some pour one out for our homies news, MSDN Magazine announced that it will be ceasing publication after the November 2019 issue. And so this culminates nearly 30 years of publishing across a bunch of different names. And Sean, uh, Sean Wildmuth wrote a great post on his blog about his reflections on MSDN Magazine and why it means so much to him. And I'll say that although it's always sad to see great publications in their run, and as a former journalist, trust me, I feel this deeply, the spirit of MSDN Magazine will live on at places like docs.microsoft.com, Microsoft Learn, and obviously this YouTube channel. Still, I want to take a moment and thank all of the contributors, past and present, for making MSDN Magazine such a great resource for so many years. And so I've got a link to Sean's post and the announcement from MSDN below. And good news, even after the final issue goes to print, the archives will remain available. On Channel 9 this week, we've got some great content. So first up, on Careers Behind the Code, which is one of my favorite new series, Amanda Silver, who is the director PM for the Visual Studio family, tells her career story, and it's an awesome interview and conversation. Over on DevOps Labs, Damien and George talk about working with Azure DevOps using the Azure DevOps CLI. This is a really CLI-heavy show this week, huh? I love it. And finally, on the IoT show, Olivier talks about how you can onboard to Azure Security Center for IoT. Links to all these videos are in the show notes uh, in the description down below. And now it's time for my pick of the week. So, during Microsoft Build, my friend Paul DiCarlo showed off how he used Azure IoT Edge and Cognitive Services to build a translator tablet for his retro video games using RetroArch. The TLDR is that Paul basically concocted a way to translate the text that's on the screen in a game into another language using OCR and Azure's cognitive translation services. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen, ever. Well, not only has Paul documented his entire journey on hackster.io, so anybody else can do this too, but his stuff has made it into the official RetroArch documentation as a new feature called RetroArch AI Service. Congrats, Paul, and keep doing what you do. Well, that does it for me. Let me know any video games you'd love to translate in the comments down below, or your thoughts on any of their stories that we covered. If you liked this video, please give it a thumbs up on YouTube. That helps us out a lot. And go ahead and subscribe to Microsoft Developer for even more nerdy and geeky news and tutorials. 
See you next time.